in movies. I'm Grace. And I'm Emma. And uh, we watched a movie three weeks ago. Four weeks ago? September 7th. September 7th? <laughs> it's been like six weeks. <laughs> well. It certainly has been a year of movies. <laughs> yeah, certainly has been a year of movies. So uh, we're coming back. We're continuing our, our labor season mm-hmm. with the, the feature film. Norma Ray. Norma Ray. Academy Award winning. Yes, best pic uh, not best picture. Not best but, picture. But best actress, I yes. think. Sally Field. I like her. Yeah, she's good in this movie. <laughs> I, I I like I I don't you know, I don't know if I'm the I'm not in the Academy, neither do I nor do I want to be, so maybe I'm not <laughs> I don't know if it's an Oscar winning performance, but I think it's I think it's quite good. I think it's I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's try and summarize this movie from our fragmented, <laughs> hazy recollection. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Because um, also, this is like the first time we've done this podcast without having notes, except the Rise of Skywalker <laughs> episode, which yes. does not count because we literally got back from the movie and sat down to record. Out the press. Yeah. So this, this, I think this episode, is, it, it's certainly going to be a lot more rambly. Um I would you like let's say out front would you recommend people watch this movie I don't dislike it yeah I I think there are better movies to watch mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't dissuade someone from it right but I don't know if I would be like you should go see this yes like. I feel if you're if you're someone who watches lots of movies, like I would say go for it. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It's like if you watch movies all the time, add this to your repertoire. Nothing wrong with that. Um but yeah, like other like I I think it was nice to have on. Um I wasn't, you know, particularly all that engaged. Yeah, I mean I I think that's sort of the so um, in, in brief, yes, the movie's about Norma Ray, who's mm-hmm. a worker at a, a steel mill, textile, a textile mill. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, she's, her family's like, her dad works there and she's, uh, her husband died. Is that right? Yes. Did, yeah. Yes. And so she has two kids, mm-hmm. um, a single mom and mm-hmm. working at the textile mill and, um, and then this union representative shows up mm-hmm. who's from this, New York, this Jewish guy from New York mm-hmm. and everyone's real suspicious of him, but she kind of takes a shine to him. Mm-hmm. They become friends and she helps him build the union. Yes. Um, in the meantime, she gets married to a different guy and there's some tension. There's like, Oh, like, is she going to have an affair with this guy? Or like, yeah. she likes the sexy union worker, but yeah. you know, but Sonny's a good man. But Sonny's a good man who will look after her. Um, forgot that his name was Sonny. <laughs> I, I mean, he has actually, I think, a couple really good beats in this movie. Mm-hmm. But I also don't really feel like he's... This is... Okay, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, basically, their hard work pays off. The union works out. Mm-hmm. And the New Yorker guy goes somewhere else. Moves somewhere else. Yep. To continue his union work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like... Um, like, the most famous scene from this movie you might have seen... Where she is standing on the table, um, oh yes, in like mm-hmm. silent protest. 
I'm just holding up a sign. Yeah, do you remember why, like, what exactly sets that off? I feel it's like she's, like, getting fired or something. Oh, isn't it the... They're, like, not... Isn't it the... Isn't it just putting up the union thing I, on the... I think so, like, the flyers. On the, fl- on the like, corkboard, right? <laughs> yeah. Um... And there's, like, weirdness, but I don't know. Like, that might be... Cause... Yeah, because I think, I think she definitely writes union on the board. Yeah, right? on, like, a piece of cardboard. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's a good scene. I think it's good. <laughs> I, I just... The sort of the problem I have with this movie, generally speaking, and I think this manifests in a lot of little ways, um, is in some ways personified in its title. It's <laughs> like, this is not a movie about a community. Yeah. Or about, like, a set of material conditions in a movie about a person right. operating within that. Um, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it does, the focus of the movie so often is on interpersonal relationships. Right. Right? Like, it's, it's um, and I guess this is, like, makes that, like, the, you know, the, the union rep guy's, like, kind of sexy. And, like, you know, <laughs> he's super sassy and doesn't take any shit. Right? Mm-hmm. And, like, um... And like, there's a way, there's a way in which like this typical like romance between her and him is set up, right? I mean, they go bathing together at one point, right? Yeah. Um. And and like, it, it just feels like it it places itself in like all this sort of like drapery of um Hollywood plotting, despite being actually a pretty understated and and like slow yeah. movie. Like, I'm not. It is not like it's not a Hollywood film in like the storytelling sense. I think, but like in or the cinematic sense, I should say, but in sort of the the scripting and storytelling sense, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I think, <sighs> I mean, there's like a lot of ways to compare this movie to Salt of the Earth. Um, yes, because mm-hmm. it's like about unionizing. It's about like women and working, and right. like how does like taking care of kids factor into all this stuff? Yeah, particularly and, like, like relationships, like heterosexual women who are like expected to. You be know. the caretakers of the home right second and, shift and all that yeah and um but like where salt of the earth is like teaching a lesson <laughs> yeah about like social issues like this is um you know it's like te- like you said it's focused on her and like i don't think that's a bad thing necessarily no because like that's how that's how people live their lives <laughs> for sure yeah is like you know well i i think this is maybe one of the things is that i think like we talked about Cell of the earth as a propaganda film mm-hmm. which it like it is mm-hmm. but it's also just like a really good movie and like right. that central character who's mm-hmm. never, she gets a lot of like interiority in her life yeah and like she is definitely the focal point of the movie mm-hmm. but it still grounds it in this like community yeah um, and there's a way in which, and I think this is partially intentional, right? But, like, Norma Ray feels real isolated from all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, the final scene where they're counting up the votes for the unions, like, she's outside with the union rep. She's not with the people yeah. who are. And also, like, like the first people who show up to, like, union meetings are black, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. Yeah. And she's a white lady, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the other thing is I feel like this movie, like, there is race stuff, like, happening in the background of this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, there, Really, and I think that is not like an intentional thing. I think that was a flaw of the way the movie is structured, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I, th- I, uh, yeah, I thought the the stuff that's hanging out at the edges about race, I think, is really interesting in this yeah. movie. Um, do you have a Do you have an example of that? You know, sure. I mean, like move on? every everybody's super racist to this Jewish guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, like, yeah, like super I think her, I think Norma's dad calls him a slur. Yes. At some point, yeah. Yes, I had to, I had never yes, heard Yes, I did not know that it was. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, but like, yeah, and like, um, they're they're like trying to find a meeting place, you know, for the union, and like none of the white churches will let them meet there, so they like meet at the black church. Right, and that's like Norma um, like leaves the church she was going to, yeah. basically because she's like getting involved with the union. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and stuff, and so it's like there's just a lot, um, you know, about how like groups are racialized and pitted against each other, like you know because like the upper class you know forms these distinctions in order to like break up the solidarity you know yes for sure ends up and so like i you know i like thinking about all that stuff it is not really in the movie that no i mean and again like even the church stuff Mm -hmm. that's so much more framed around norma herself and her relationship to that community Mm -hmm. right and that, like, she's making this sacrifice, like, this break from the system that supported her so far. Yeah. Right? Even through, like, you know, being a single mom and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, obviously, like, you know, like, she's kind of a reputation, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, that becomes a thing later in the movie where, like, other union people show up and they're like, we're worried about Norba. Right. That she's a big <laughs> slut and ruining everything. Um, and, you know, the, the, the main union rep, like, stands up for her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, yeah, like, I think, like, all that stuff is really interesting. And I don't think any of it's, like, poorly actively like poorly handled or mistreated right um it's just like not as engaging it's just not well yeah it's just not like it's not sort of the thematic like the movie is really about relationships right it's about normal like sort of learning to get outside of her shell and like assert herself Mm -hmm. right it's about like the union rep learning from that it's about like her husband sunny like learning what she needs and how to Mm -hmm. like place himself in her life right Mm -hmm. um and there's like tension and friction there but the end of the movie like like, that's sort of the thing is the union rep is like, I, you know, I'm going to be gone, right? Like, I'm not going to be around. And, like, there's the, he keeps talking about his girlfriend back in New York, mm-hmm. right? Who he, like, never sees mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that, right? Um, and Sonny and Godress says, there's nobody else in my head, just you. Yeah. Right? And it's like, and I think that scene is, like, really moving mm-hmm. in some way, especially since, like, they, he was, like, earlier in the movie, he's, like, yelling at her about not doing the dishes or whatever, right? <laughs> right. And so there is this turn that I think is, like, moving and interesting right um but it is also like there's not really a politics you can build out of any of that right Mm -hmm. Um, and again i I don't know like i don't know if that's bad but it just is like it just didn't i I think i think it's just hard because salt of the earth does like all this stuff really Mm -hmm. well in addition to like yeah, like, it's, it's a propaganda film that is also, like, a deeply emotional, personal journey, right? right. And, like, Norma Ray is not, like, distinctly not a propaganda movie mm-hmm. that is, like, a less effective personal emotional journey, right? <laughs> and, like, I, I, I think it's hard. I mean, I guess that's the premise of the season is, like, comparing these movies, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I think they are going for different things in many ways, but it's just, it's just hard when Salt of the Earth is, like, kind of astounding and moving. An absolute banger. Yeah, just, like, a complete <laughs> banger. And, like, Norma Ray is, like, quite good. Yeah. Or like, in many ways, quite good, but, mm-hmm. like, just doesn't hang together as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about it, and maybe maybe a better compare, movie to compare this one to is, is uh, How Green Is My Valley. Yeah. Um, where it's about unions, <laughs> but not <laughs> <Yeah>. really. <laughs> well, I think even the thing is, like, like, I will say this for How Green Is My Valley, even though that was a movie I, like, didn't super vibe with. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a movie that has an arc. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> that, like, has a real sort of sense of progression and, like, narrative structure and, like, building to, like, this horrific tragedy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, like, I don't, I, I'm not necessarily invested in, like, plot. Mm-hmm. As, like, a thing, but it's just, this isn't, like, that of effective as, like, a mood piece about, like, working class life either, right? Right. It does feel like it is plotted. It's just not, I don't know. I don't know. Watch this movie or don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think about, maybe we should can go through our, our likes and yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know what? Well, maybe we should watch sometime, because this made me think of it. Is the is the BBC movie North and South okay based on the novel? Mm-hmm. So this is the thing: a division in in England during industrialization was between you know northern rural England and southern industrialized England, mm. and so it's the premise is you know this this woman from the north comes to the south and like um ha- you know has a love hate relationship with the operator of this factory, mm-hmm. right? Um and like. I don't know. There's a very dramatic scene in that movie where, like, she says, like, hell is white, snow white over a voiceover. And you're seeing, like, the factory operator move through the textile mills where, like, all this wool is just, like, swooping up into the air. <laughs> and, like, you know, because, like, that was the thing is that, like, people would choke and, like, stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? That's, like, one of the um, things. And so, like, and even that image is, like, really, like, just, like, a banger. Like, it really mm-hmm. just hits you. You know, and I think it's harder in some ways because it's not like, it's not like they're, they're not abstracting it, the factory in any way. It's very literal, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, I sort of wonder how that, how something like that, because that's also like, I know, you know, the factory owner and her get together at the end of (laughs) of this, right? The end of the novel. So like, that's, you know, maybe it's real bad, but like, that might be an interesting point of comparison. Yeah, no, for sure. And the thing that that makes me think of is, um. I was, like, both, um, as the movie was starting, I was both, like, really entranced, um, by, like, that first scene, and also really hesitant. (laughs) I was, like, what is this movie gonna be? Yeah. Um, because it's showing, like, all the machines in the mill, like, work, like, you just see all this, like, like, wool spinning, and, um, like, the weaving machines, and, like, all this stuff, and it's set to, like, this this song <laughs> it's like, like it's like a eight like what is this a like, 70s movie uh but it's like a it's like a ballad yeah like it's a, like, like pretty a, schmaltzy yeah and and um, then it's also like photographs of her right as a kid right and, as a kid and the songs about how, like time moves on you know and it's like um i like i think it's really beautiful but it's also like um it's like almost glorifying it's like oh look at like these machines and like how time and like progress has um but then i think it's a really good moment because then like the song ends and it cuts to like you actually hearing the sound of the factory yeah um and it's just like loud and miserable and it like shook because it's like been showing pictures of norma ray like as a girl and like all dressed up for church and stuff and then like it cuts to her and like she just looks so nasty and like (laughs) froze from working i think like it's a really effective thing you know so uh, yeah i think um there's like something about machines that just looks good on film i don't know yeah, about well, like I modern think... times and like it's both like beautiful and also scary yeah um, for sure well also i think it brings to mind the apparatus of the camera right <laughs> just maybe like galaxy braining it but like there is there is like a symmetry there that i think is potent right mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I I think I like that opening sequence, but mm-hmm. it is like, um, yeah, like I think it is in some ways it is the film in microcosm that it's like beautiful, but also like is emphasizing certain things that like I find frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I I think there's an element like I do want to try like as someone who's consuming movies to try and move away from being like if this doesn't reflect my politics i don't like it right <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know if that's like a, a like good way to handle or like, think about art right mm-hmm. but it is like um but also i think that stuff can be frustrating i don't know it's just yeah like i wish i really wish there was more emphasis on like material conditions here mm-hmm. or here, like even between like that generational element between her and her father right because like he's barely in the movie mm-hmm. um he dies part way through <laughs> yeah because the foreman won't allow him to take a break, basically. <laughs> yeah. He, like, has a heart attack on the factory floor, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, like, that scene is really good, yeah. I think. It's, like, very... And, like, you know, there's just the hum of the machines going on in the background. Yeah. And, like, it's just very... You know, and he just, like, flumps over into, like, the... The, the bin. Like, of the bin of... <laughs> I, I don't Like, the little rollers or whatever, uh-huh. right? And, um... It's just like, yeah, it's just like, and then it just like cuts to his coffin being lowered, right? Like, it's just really stark. And like, Uh that is something that I think like the movie could have used more of, right? Yeah. No, I agree with that. So, uh, what's your light, Grace? (laughs) I don't know. I'm looking over my notes. Uh Uh-huh. And I didn't really write anything down. Um, I, you know, I think my like is, I like the union rep's chest hair. Oh, yeah. Like he's got a he's got a very nice. No, he's a he's a good looking man. Yeah, is it is it? I'm looking I'm looking it up. Is it it is not Bo Bridges. That's Sonny. That's uh, yes, that that's, is Sonny. That's that's a. Jeff oh yeah, Bridges. it's Rob. Le- I forgot his name is Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it's just like the most, you know. I am I am Jewish. <laughs> I am Jewish. Um, um. Yeah, he's a handsome man. Jeff Bridges' brother is like he's kind of like a baby face. Him, oh, like yeah, pretty right. pretty boy mm-hmm. um but you know yeah i like this movie all right yeah <laughs> oh yeah so you like you like ruben's chest hair. i like ruben's chest hair mm-hmm. um my my yike is when when um norma goes to I'm pretty sure this is what it is. She goes to check the cork board to, like, see if, the, like, this supplier for a meeting or something is up. And this is when the scene happens where she, like, holds <laughs> up the sign and stuff, right? And someone... Oh, I think maybe it's when they're, like, arresting her and pulling her into the car. Mm. Or, like, anyway, at, at some point, one of the police or, like, one of the bosses says, look like... It looks like you... Um, let me let me read, get the line, because I have it written down. Looks like you wandered off the reservation. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, I think this is, like... This is something Stephen King also <laughs> loves to do, mm-hmm. is, like, compare the experience of someone who's going through something horrible to, like, being a marginalized person. <laughs> uh, which is bad. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. Ugh. There's in this... Okay, sorry. I'm going to go off on the Stephen King short story, Battleground. Do you know what this is? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. We don't have, like, I think, you know, because it's been so long, we don't have as much material about the movie, so... Um, but Battleground is a short story about a hitman who opens up a gift from his mom of toy soldiers, and the toy soldiers come to life and try to kill him. 
Right. Of course. Yes. And there's a scene. So he locks himself. You know, there's a battle skirmish. He locks himself in the bathroom and looks at his face. And it's like streaked with blood from all the little like bullets that have like <laughs> his face. And like King is like, it's like an Indian in war paint. It's oh. like the exact language. He, oh, it is like Steve. so fucking gross. Steve. <laughs> Ugh, pardon my French. But like, yeah, it's yeah, Steve. Steven. Just King Things. Just King Things. <laughs> no, shout out to Just King Things. Uh, I bumped the mic. I apologize. Um, but I, I feel like that sort of acts in a similar way here. Yeah. Right? That it's like showing how this white woman has now become like dehumanized. And like where she used to be like someone who was checking in on the workers that she gave up to like do union stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Now she's like being curved and like, you know, it's just like the way that is being communicated through equivocating the experience of. A white person to you know a native american person or native person indigenous person it's just bad i think it's and like the thing is i could also imagine a policeman saying something like that right, right? but i think foregrounding it in the movie like that it's just like there is a weird political messaging happening there mm-hmm. that i don't care for i don't think it's good yeah no i i like your analysis of it i think it's just like a common unfortunate like racist phrase you yes know? And that, that like i think that might be might be the case but i mm-hmm. I, I i don't know i don't want to be like if you contextualize it probably <laughs> i feel like that's a criticism against level but like i just feel like there there is a way to communicate the way she has shifted in status mm-hmm. that doesn't make her like that doesn't racialize it in this particular right. way right? right and that's also tied into like gross things men say to women or mm-hmm. whatever right like i think i think you can do that and yeah not there do there's like another right? horrible there's a different horrible thing you can say <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it didn't have to be this one <laughs> yeah um yeah, I think that's it. How, how about you? Have you got have you got a like or a yike? Yeah, uh, well, my yike, it just says the apple. <laughs> I there's like something in my brain that's like, oh yeah, the apple. I think it has to do with like in the beginning of the movie, she's like eating an apple for lunch, and she like hasn't eaten anything else, or yeah. or yeah. or she like I don't know, but it's like because she's like on a diet. And they have, like, a conversation about this. And it's, like, just totally normal and unproblematic as presented, you know. And it's, like, she is clearly, like, going through a lot and working really hard. And she's, like, a very small woman. (laughs) And it's, like, oh, gotta, like, just eat my apple to cover my 10-hour shift or whatever because yeah, I'm, I'm on a diet. <laughs> and it's like... And, like, that, again, that is, like, a real thing. It's a real ways, thing, but... but, like, it doesn't comment on it. Like, it's... it's Yeah, it it's is. It's not at all portrayed as, like, this is a bad thing. Right. No, it's, it, it it's almost like, feels like... It just is. Man, women be on a diet, right? Yeah, it's like, like oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know how this women goes. Women be shopping. Women be on diets. And, like, uh, yeah, it yeah. just kind of it just kind of sucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little thing. Um, Again, my like is also... <laughs> This is why we got to record <laughs> not long after watching the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. my like says, the girl in the window, comma, six turnips for dinner. Oh, isn't that like, isn't there a scene where she's out like working in the garden and her kids are in the house? No, that's a different thing. Okay. I think what it is, is 
Ruben like is going from house to house to try to like recruit people. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm and there's like now. a girl, there's like a young girl sitting in the window, and I. I don't know. Maybe I was like having thoughts. Maybe she just puts in like a good facial performance. <laughs> like she doesn't say anything, right? Right. But mm-hmm. it's like it's like you can see her like becoming, you know, like normal Ray for better or worse. Um, I don't know. And like the whole like the um the father who like Ruben's talking to and like trying to get to join the union, he like doesn't because like they're already struggling and like you know unionizing just like puts more pressure on them yeah and i think it's like they like for dinner they're having like six turnips in a pot yeah (laughs) for like for like a big family yeah i'm not like i don't know (laughs) why i liked this so much yeah um but, you know, if you watch this movie, look for the girl in the window and the six turnips for dinner and let me know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> let me know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm, like, trying to think, like, what else we want to cover. Because, like, now, now that that's been so long, I, like, remember generally what I thought about the movie, right? And mm-hmm. I, like, stand by that opinion. You yeah. Know? I also think that something that's frustrating is that the kids are kind of like a, th- like a point of ten, but they're, like, not in it at all. Yeah. Like barely a presence, right? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's like the same thing in Salt of the Earth. Like, yeah. It's like kids are there. I do, I really like um, the scene where she's like talking to them at the end, um, where she is telling them about, like, she's like, oh, you're probably going to hear some rumors about mom. uh (laughs) And, like, um, I think that's like a really good scene. Um, yeah, I don't, don't know if ask I, me why. I don't know if I like that scene because I just remember it feeling like, I mean, I know that she loves her kids and wants to like take care of them, I guess, but I don't like know what their relationship is really. Like, it's just not. I don't know. I was just like, I felt very like eh, about it. Is my <laughs> recollection. I think, in fact, I wrote is not great. Oh man, no, so, I I like that scene. Like that. Yeah, that's a thing that I think about. I mean, obviously, we do not have kids. But, no. like, something that I want parents to do and, like, I hope to do someday is just to, like, talk frankly with kids about things like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, like, hey, like, before you, like, hear something, like, from other kids and it, like, stresses you out and you don't know what to do with this information, you know? Yes, and it's, like, yeah. you're, like, afraid to, you know, talk to your parents or whatever and, like, right. you're just stressing out. How about I just talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you can ask yeah. me questions. It's not, I think it's not so much that the the beat itself is bad or, mm-hmm. like, but it just feels hollow to me because mm-hmm. there's no, like, like, there's not even a way in which the kids relate to the town. It's just, like, they are purely, like, a numerical economic pressure on her, mm-hmm. right? Like, that is the whole thing. Um, I mean, I also forgot that she's, like, dating this rich guy at the beginning of the movie who hates her. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. she's, like, she's, like, haven't, he's, like, married. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, he, like, pushes her around a little bit because yeah. she, like, breaks up with him. Yeah. That's all I really remember. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I wrote a note, like, Norma, Norma's only got the power to choose what man has power over her. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, that's a bummer. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm running out of things to say as well. Yeah, I mean, it's based based on a true story. Usually, I do, I do like the history of these movies. And, uh, you know I looked it up, but I, I, I didn't write it down. And so... I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel you. No. Um, I mean, yeah. I think I feel like we've said what we want to say about this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, are we gonna watch Nine to Five next? Is that the? I want to. All right. I feel like I'm gonna have a fun, good time. It's got Dolly Parton in it. Yeah, you know I want to see Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Let's watch Dolly. I mean, let's watch Dolly Parton in this movie, Nine to Five. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. It's plug zone time, I suppose. <laughs> Let's get it over. Hey, with. though, this is great. I like doing a short episode. All right. Uh, well, Emma, where can people find you online? So you can find me on Twitter at U of Wales. Again, that's the letter U. And Wales, the aquatic mammal. Um, You can also find my handiwork, my labor, the fruits of my labor <laughs> on Instagram. At arte.eclectico. Yeah. I got good stuff. Mm-hmm. I I make great shit. And I want more people to appreciate yes. <laughs> what I do. Yeah. Uh, we can find me on Twitter at grace underscore machine. And um, you can find things I do at, at graceandmachine.com. And I'm writing an uppercut sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a month. Yeah. Uh, you can follow the show at Seasons Movie Pod. Mm-hmm. You can go to AdmiralMapping.com slash Seasons Pod, I think, even though uh. it's showing something else <laughs> on the screen we have up right now. Yep, Seasons Movie Pod. Gotcha. I'm mapping slash Seasons Movie Pod, and it'll take you there. You can, um, um yeah, send us questions um, at SeasonsPod at gmail.com. Yeah. Again. If anyone knows why I liked those six turnips so much, please write in. <laughs> My mind is totally blank. <laughs> um, I have to know. All right. And then also our podcast art is uh, by Cecil Smith. You can follow him on Instagram at Cecil. Is that mispronouncing right? Or is yes. It Cecil? Okay. Cecil. Cecil underscore Smith underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He makes really cool stuff. So I recommend it. Yeah, and Grace did the music. I did the music. She, like, jazzed up the song, I... and I think it's cool. All right. Well, thank you. Maybe I might jazz it a bit more than I have a keyboard now. I feel oh, like yeah. I got the tools. Um, anyway, but uh, thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see you later, hopefully, with a, a <laughs> more well-remembered and longer episode. Woo! <laughs>